Okay, welcome to the Drown a Bit Podcast. My name is James. I'm here with Nolan. Buddy, we didn't do so well last weekend. We were talking about it after we finished recording, and you made the comment that last season in game week one, we won like all of our bets. And then the following weekend, we lost all of them. And you know what? History has repeated itself. It was a rough one, buddy. But how are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I love going 100% to 100% week to week, <laughs> where it, it, it's a strange feeling of satisfaction when you lose 100% of your bets. And like not, and you were just so off, it's not even funny. So uh, I, I won four units the first week and I just blew them all the next week. So I'm, I'm even. That's good. Yeah. We're, as a pod, we're still up. A little over one unit. We had Everton money line and Liverpool covering against the spread. But uh, thank God. Yeah, it was just a weird week. I mean, nobody, nobody could have predicted the the Sunday scores five two, and then Wolves getting blown out. Like that was just, it was just chaos. And Chelsea was a dumpster fire. I mean, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea West Brom. I mean, that's the anchor bet to of all anchor bets. So lessons learned, I guess. I don't know. Even. If we had a time machine, I think I would have made the same bets. Yeah. Even though I knew the the end total, but I did I did have a floater on Leicester money line right before the game started, so that that plus eight fifty helped me. Yeah, I uh, we, we I said this to via the text, but you have like a sixth sense about predicting when Man City are going to lose. I think you probably hit in the last year or so. I think you've hit four money line against Man City, and all of them have been like plus eight hundred or higher. It's pretty pretty spectacular. That's because I always want them to lose. So at any at any time, it's just spite betting. Yeah, yeah, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. Um, so before we get into it, do you have any thoughts about just betting on a penalty to be scored in every match? I know that everybody's going to be talking about that, but do you? What do you think about that? I mean, do you think they're going to change the rule or the interpretation of the rule midseason? Or is it, you know, hey, this season we're going to have this particular rule and and that's that's just what we're going to go about it the whole time. The FA came out and said that they want refs to um, be a bit more lenient in how they interpret the rule. Uh, Yeah. That being said... I still think there might be some value in penalties. I'm not going to go through every game and be like, oh, but fucking penalty to be scored at plus 300, blah, 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 blah. But um, I certainly don't hate hate that for a little bit of a wrinkle, but it's not something I'm going to be hounding. I don't hate hate it. Let's just say if it's below plus 250, I would avoid it. Yeah, okay. That works for me. If, it, if it's three to one odds right now, maybe put put a fiver on a penalty to be not scored uh, just to, for a penalty to be in the match. A fi- I think plus 300. Yeah. A fiver. All right, Mr. Moneybags. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Let's get into uh, game week four, man. Um, it's a, a, a five cents. Five, five cents, cent yeah. piece. We don't discuss the size of our units on this podcast. I, I feel that most of our listeners would be shocked at how small some of my bets are. Anyway, not do you know what you just said? You don't you don't discuss the size of our units on the, that. That's dirty right there, James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, where do you want to start? I'll let you go ahead and uh, lead this off. It's an explicit podcast. Let's talk about Man City leads. I don't know. Do, do I have a, a sixth sense? What do you how do you read into this? Are you licking your wounds still from from that Lester beat down? Motherfucking 
Pep, so, okay, so that's why it's an explicit podcast. It's because of the swearing. It's not because of the sexual innuendos. But repeat. That wasn't even innuendo. I, no, that, re- repeat after me. I will not bet city until I see lineups. Okay. All right, this is something that we talked about, and you make fun of me for it because I say it every week. But for the second week in a row, Guardiola started a back four that have never played together. And you know what? In the most competitive league in the world, that's really bad. I, I think that, you know, teams need to gel a little bit. Um, I am staying away. As of now, on Tuesday, I'm putting a, drawing a line in the sand and saying I am staying away from this game. I likely will bet both teams to score in over 2.5, but I'm just saying. Right now, right now, I don't want to talk about it on the pod. What are your thoughts for City versus Leeds? Uh, I, my, my wrinkle, my lean, uh, to use that turn of phrase, I like Man City over 2.5 goals at even money. So Leeds have a really high XGA, really high. Yes. And they don't deviate. They do not deviate to the way that they play. And, you know, they've conceded four goals, three goals, and then no goals versus Chef U, but that's Chef U. They still had a lot of chances uh, in, in that particular match. So, yeah, I just think Man City, especially after the loss that they had against Leicester, they're going to play a team that wants to play out from the back and play really aggressively, but really is a championship squad. Um, so I can see, or even a mid-table squad, in the Premier League, Man City are going to get three goals. I, yeah, I, 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 I want, I want to believe, but like you said, I am still kind of licking my wounds from that. So, take Nolan's advice, bet the over three, and I, I probably will jump on that. But yeah, I just don't want to talk about City right now. They're fucking Fraudiola, motherfucker. Okay, um, Crystal Palace. That's 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 where I want to go. I want to go there. Um, James, this is supposed to be fun. This. We're supposed to have a fun conversation. <laughs> this is why we started the pod. <laughs> Man City loses one game. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm. It's, it's okay. I'm, I'm over it. I'm clearly over it, as you can tell. Uh, Crystal Palace only con- conceding three goals on the year, facing the, uh, the hot mess express Chelsea team. I don't know <laughs> another way to describe <laughs> what, what, what is going on there. That uh, kind of rolled off the tongue. I like that. Yeah. Uh, this. Seems like an obvious bet to me. Wow, you're getting Palace plus one, plus one and a half, right in that like that quarter ball, plus one point two five. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talent across the pitch, you obviously got to side with Chelsea, but saying that they've failed to impress is um, an understatement. Like I said, hot mess express. Uh, they just lost today um, to Spurs in the Carabao Cup. I just like Palace plus plus the goal advantage here. I mean, you get a split bet if if they lose by one, and they've only conceded three goals on the season. Um, it just it seems good to me. I'm taking Palace with the points. What do you what do you think? And they played good teams too. Yeah. I mean, you know, against Everton and and Man U, like that's nothing to shake a stick at. Is that the turn of phrase? I don't know. Um, but this is a stay away from me. I don't. I, for some reason, I don't like it. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. Give me something you do like then friend i will give you well <laughs> speaking of everton <laughs> that was really weird uh, what cup of coffee are you on today uh this is a lot this is like my fifth cup of coffee today so oh uh, shit yeah um i can always tell because you're just a chatterbox <laughs> what do you feel about speaking of everton everton brighton this is a fun game this is another really really fun game 
do you have any thoughts on that one? I got to go back to Everton against the spread, man. Um, they've been doing us well all season. And surprisingly, when I was looking into this, they have the lowest expected goals against of any team that's played at least three games. So while, you know, what I what the highlights have been about, like Richarlison and um, uh, Calvert-Lewin and, and their offensive prowess with Thomas Rodriguez, it's their defensively, their defense performances have also been solid at the back. Um, so I got, I got, I just got to back Everton, even though Brighton have been doing really, really well here. Um, I'm just going to go back to, to betting on Everton to take care of it. That makes sense. Who, who did Everton play in the second game? I forgot. They played Crystal Palace the first week and then Spurs. Uh, West Brom. They beat West Brom. Okay. So that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So they have the best, you know, defense against Crystal Palace Spurs their first game in West Brom like that's not overdoing it at at any respect um I actually like the over 2.5 on this one Everton versus Brighton uh both are in the top four of x exit g uh for the season so top four xg for both those teams I mean Brighton versus Man U they were thrown in chance chance after chance in that game Brighton's in the Um, top four of xg holy shit yeah Interesting. What yeah. a what a wild season. Okay, yeah. Uh, are they great at finishing? No, but I'm I'm just going by the stats on on in the, of that where I think I think there's at least two point five goals in this game, uh, especially and it could be on either one of those teams, um, especially the way that Everton Everton are good for two goals, and I think Brighton will I'll get a goal in there. So yeah, I, I like the over at even money. All right. I don't, yeah, I, I don't mind that. In the slightest. Okay. Um, Newcastle Burnley is 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 a stay away for me. Um, Burnley are, are basically horrifically underperforming uh, some of the expected goals, and it just it just yeah. I need some t- I need some time to kind of watch watch these two squads. Uh, do you have a wrinkle here? Do you want to watch that game? Fuck no, dude. I don't want to <laughs> watch that game. Like, there's no there's no there's no way there's no way i'm watching the game there's no way i'm betting on that game okay yeah in my notes i have i haven't been able to do my due diligence on either of these two squads <laughs> to really no, do- they're both they're both uh, de- you know decent squads that are underperforming like who cares B- burnley are always kind of slow starters i think and then like by the by the end of the year they're 13 got some injuries too um th- yeah they'll bounce back but um, all right, Southam- Southampton versus West Brom. I- my first read on this was that this is a very kind spread for Southampton coming in right at the um, minus 0.5, minus one spread here uh, against the worst team in the league in West Brom. I know, I know West Brom just like did the thing against fat Frank Lampard, but <laughs> that was that was more of an indictment on, on, on the Chelsea defense, I think, than uh, West Brom's offensive prowess, in my opinion. But um. What do you see here? Because to me, this seems like this is a pretty obvious Southampton to cover bet. Yeah, if, if West Brom goes against a competent defense, they're they're not going to score any of. They're not going to score three goals. Tell you that. But like against Chelsea, that that was easy peasy. Uh, yeah, th- no, this is a Southampton spread minus one. I'm going to just take the minus one for for a push just by a goal. That's more likely that Southampton just wins. You know, three to one. Yeah. Uh, at at plus one forty. Yeah. That's what I'm taking. Okay. I, I I like that wrinkle of even just buying it out a bit more. Uh, yeah, that was I was shocked by this spread. Um maybe we should be a little reserved by this if the, if that's what the line is, but you know what? Fuck it. West Brom's are uh, West Brom is fucking terrible. 
<laughs> they really yeah, I don't I don't know how yeah they're they're not they're not a good team. They're not a good team. And Southampton they have, you know, a strike force of Ings and and uh Shea Adams up top. I don't think they keep those guys out and they have a competent defense. Yeah, we were hiring them in, in preseason and um just going to back ourselves on on that one here and take them in this game too. We were high on Southampton. <laughs> smoking our supply. I, oh yeah. Um Wolves minus one bounce back performance. I no explanation for what happened against West Ham. Um, I believe in Wolves and Fulham. Fulham are fucking terrible. So I'm also on Ful- Fulham are really really bad. They are they are not a good team. They, they made Villa look like world beaters yesterday. Like <laughs> yeah, that is they they are not they are not good. So and and Wolves for yeah, who saw that fucking coming? Just in absolute hiding yeah. from from West Brom. Um, I actually like both teams to score an over two point five for a little extra juice, uh, plus two twenty five on this one. What What are the odds for Wolves to win an over two point five instead? Because I could I could see them. I mean, Wolves defense historically has been a strong point for that team. Um, I don't have it up in front of me, but let me see if I can. Here, uh, I'll, I'll riff a little bit while you look that up. And and you could totally change my thought. But Fulham, they're very one-dimensional. They just, they get a lot of crosses in. And and that's just a, a, a testament to their championship squad. And plus they got Mitro, you know, up front. So it's like, well, what else can they do? Mm-hmm. But it, in the game against Aston Villa, they actually had a better second half, but they all they were doing was just making room out in the channels and throwing in crosses. And they probably should have scored one or two of those, but still they got destroyed by by Aston Villa. So I, right now with Wolves, they got new wing backs. They're trying to figure out that that was a warning sign. Yeah, that they got yeah. brand new wing backs. Like that's not good. So I'm expecting a lot more crosses coming in, and Connor Cody can't had a ball to save his life in the middle where Bowley and, and Saiz are good at heading the ball clear, but like, I don't know, Mitro with free headers in, in the box. I, I expect Fulham to get at least a goal, but what was, okay. what were the odds that you were looking at? Um, Wolves and the over 2.5 goals is a plus 170 bet. Um, hmm. I'm going to bet Fulham to, to get, to get one, one of those goals in there. And then just both teams to score over 2.5. Okay. That's what I'm going for. Okay. I think I'm just going to stick with Wolves against the spread. Um, they're not a team historically that have even, even against crap teams like Fulham, they're not a team. Wolves, they don't put up three goal score lines by themselves. Like that's not, it's not a common thing that we see from them. So on the, on the chance that this is like a two nothing win from Wolves, I, I, I still want to get paid out. So I'm just going to stick with them on the spread at minus one. Okay. But I, I see your wrinkle there uh, with, with Mitro and such. So. I'm trying to find a wrinkle with with Fulham. For some reason, I have a weird like affiliation for Fulham, and I want to see them do well. But man, they are bad. They are not a good team. <laughs> um, so what what else is left? We got Spurs versus Man U. Um, it, I'm doing the same one on that one. Both teams score in the over two point five. What do you think? I was just on Spurs plus the plus the the point five there. Um, really? Yeah that that was my just yeah not happy not happy about it. <laughs> I think I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've bet I've bet Spurs uh, on the spread on this podcast. But I- you know what I was looking at the other day? I was looking at um, the U.S. presidential odds yeah. where uh, Trump was 
is plus money. And I'm like, this is just like betting on Spurs right here. I just don't. <laughs> oh, man. It just doesn't feel good. And all. Oh, we we got to get some debate bets on for tonight. <laughs> this, yeah. This is great content for our listeners that won't be, that'll be listening to this after the debate. Also, we're not going to talk about debate bets on this podcast. But no. I do like Spurs. Um, I could just see this being a draw or, or a low-scoring Mourinho game. Um, what do you see with both teams to score and over 2.5? Man, you have not not been impressing recently so offensively they both teams offensively if you just look at xg they are underperforming their xg they should be scoring a lot more than they are um and defensively on both sides like can you really see them keeping a clean sheet in this particular matchup now there there is the jose factor where it could just be a a drudge nil nil or one zero or something like that but just for sheer counterattacking capabilities for both teams, I'm expecting a little bit more fireworks. So I'm going for both teams to score and over. Uh, that's more fun. Also, I keep forgetting that Man U actually beat Brighton. That like bullshit 105. Yeah, that actually happened. They actually they actually won. 105th minute penalty or whatever the hell. Yeah, I, it's like just doesn't register in my brain that Man U has won a game this season. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on that one. That's more more of a fun bet anyway. Uh, yeah. And last but not least, right? We're back to back to Liverpool. Um, are we just going to bet Liverpool against the spread until until something happens where they don't look like the best team in the league? Because once again, even against Villa, who have yet to concede a goal, um, Villa have kept two clean sheets against the highly highly touted um, offensive stylings of Sheffield and and Fulham. So I feel like they might be a, <laughs> they they might be a little bit uh, out of their league here. Uh, so I'm, I'm backing Liverpool just against the spread outright minus one point five. It's definitely one of those like uh, you you play the team in front of you. So but like how much can you read into Aston Villa playing against ten men Sheffield right. and then playing a full Fulham team that just suck. Uh, for for some reason, like Aston Villa is a little bit of a bogey team for for Liverpool. I I don't know if that's just my own recency bias, but like I don't know, we've always had trouble with them. Uh, so I don't I don't really like it. I'm I'm just gonna full full stay away for me. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know if anything weird is gonna happen, but for for me, I have to see Aston Villa play badly. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. It's it's always fun to me when um. I'm in on a Liverpool bet and you're in on a Man City bet and neither one of us want to back the other person. <laughs> yeah, plus Thiago got COVID. So who knows if, if any of the other players are going to get COVID. That's true. That'd be weird. That's true. Um, and I think that does it. You have any other bets? Um, I'm going to take the under on Arsenal and the Sheffield game oh. under 2.5 at minus 120. Uh, Arsenal have less shots per game than Chef U. No shit. And, and, and think <laughs> about and think about how often Chef U have been shooting so far this season. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a good wrinkle. I like. I'm definitely going to follow on that one. I didn't even make notes about that game. Good job yeah, by me. Chef U doesn't even have a goal yet. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Arsenal shoot less. It's under 2.5. You said. Yeah, under 2.5 at minus 120. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Okay. Um, all right, Nolan, why don't you run through your bets? Okay. Uh, I got Manu Spurs, both teams to score, and over 2.5. Uh, I also have that same bet for Fulham and Wolves. I have Man City, over 
I got the over for Everton and Brighton. I got the under for Arsenal and Sheffield. And I got Southampton spread. Nice. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just, I think I'm just calling one winner. Jesus. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out last, last <laughs> week. So fucking avoiding that. I am also on Southampton against the spread. Um, Wolves minus one. Everton against the spread. And then I'm taking Palace plus the 1.5 goal cushion uh, there. And I'm going to jump in on um, your both teams to score in over 2.5 for Spurs Man U for sure. Cool. So I got six units going. How many units do you have going? Um, four, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I have too many. But we'll see how <laughs> see how that works out. <laughs> ah, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll bounce back, I'm sure. All right, man. Uh, where can you find us online, Nolan? Uh, you can find us at drawnobetpodcast.com or drawnobet on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter for kind of live bets that we're making, like Lester Moneyline. Money yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Son of a bitch. And also... James, let, let's think about a good parlay for the election. To we need to we need to anchor that U.S. election with with another thing. Cool. <laughs> but the the point of having an anchor with something is that it's a sure thing, and <laughs> I am not certain that either part of the U.S. election bet is a sure thing right now. No, but just the 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 whole point of an anchor is to sink your bet. That's the whole. Point oh, of an I, I miss I misunderstood. <laughs> oh, am I doing this wrong? I did see that in in tonight's debate, um, it's plus two thousand that any candidate uses a a swear word on live TV, but it has to be one of George Carlin's seven words you can't say on TV for it to pay. So, okay, that seems like a lot of fun. I don't know. I don't know what those seven words are, but um, I bet we could probably get pretty close, just the two of us right now, <laughs> to figuring it out. But just, just a hard C. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, it was fun, and uh, I'll talk to you again. Next week. All right, see you.